When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Kathy here, and um, welcome to the Cinema. I am without Dave today. He's, he is in Ireland for the weekend, and I'm here with my mother, Linda. Hello, hi. <laughs> so Linda's returning guest. This is now her fourth time on the Cinema. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's my favorite guest, obviously, as she's my mother. But also, she's our most popular guest on Twitter. She gets lots of um, <laughs> she gets lots of feedback, positive feedback. Not, not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, what we are going to see today is a movie called Their Finest, which neither of us had actually heard of until we started looking up the listings. Um, but we're both really keen on this. It looks really nice. It's a British movie set in World War Two about a female secretary newly appointed as a screenwriter for propaganda films working on a movie about Dunkirk I think it's the evacuation of troops or yeah. in Dunkirk yeah so, so I, yeah. a World War Two movie it says it's charming light-hearted but heartwarming yes so it's good reviews um, it was either this or an Orlando Bloom thriller which had shocking reviews yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> so, even remember what it was so, called no, no some adventure with Orlando Bloom that we yeah we yeah, were going we to go but we weren't into it. Mm. And then what we really wanted to see together, but life doesn't work like this, sadly, is the new movie, Snatched, which is out next week with Goldie Hawn and Amy Schumer, who we love. Um, that would have been a perfect movie for us to go to, but it's not out this weekend. The mother-daughter movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been fun. But, you know, I think this is perfect because the last movie we reviewed together was Moana, which was a female taking her own power movie. So I think this is another one. I hope of so. Of a girl who accidentally steps into a role that wouldn't have been available for her, but, but that it's wartime. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so, should be interesting. Should be good. Yeah. Um, and we're excited because we're both going to get Diet Coke, which we don't normally drink. Because we're, it's <laughs> like it's afternoon in Richmond. It's kind of foggy. We're sitting by the river and we're both exceptionally tired. Yeah. So <laughs> Diet Coke is on the agenda yeah. and a good movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. See you later. This is the BBC. London suffered further heavy bombing raids last night. Welcome to the Ministry of Information Film Division. Mr. Buckley seems to think you're what we need. We're doing what? We'll need someone to write the slop. Slop? Women's dialogue. I thought it was a secretarial post. Well, for God's sake, keep that to yourself. 30 million attend the cinema every week. Your film must show your American sisters that this is a war their husband should be fighting. So what do you think? No screen credit. And obviously we can't pay you as much as the chaps. We must give them the character with whom they can identify. Uncle Frank. 60s. Looks older. We all have a part to play defeat in here. Not this part. It's a corpse role. He's dead before the end of Act 3. <laughs> Kathy here we with my mother Linda hey um, we are just out of the movie their finest um, mom thoughts synopsis no spoilers synopsis no spoilers I'm not sure it's interesting it was kind of like a slow burn of a movie I set in the 40s and it kind of had that whole uh, the pace took its time mm-hmm. And I feel a bit subdued after it. It was yeah, me too. There was something about it. It was, in some ways, parts of it were like slapstick and comedy, 
and a bit cliched and yet there were parts of it that were very real and mm -hmm. very surprising and like no spoilers but like it, it looked like it was going into fairy tale at one point and yeah. fantasy and it's like oh my god are they really going to go down the fairy tale route and then suddenly it got very real mm -hmm. the characters got very real so it's in some ways it's like one to take your time digesting yeah covered a lot it did so it was about a woman in 1940 who was the secretary and because of the lack of men in the newspaper she ended up getting to write a bit of a comic strip and off the back of that was offered a job um, in the propaganda department where they were looking for a more female perspective um, around movies because they thought that movies were the movies that they were producing weren't, weren't um, appropriate for women and in specifically they wanted her to write Sop, which sop. they call women's dialogue, yeah. I thought it was slop, he was yeah, saying. Yeah, they said oh, sop. sop. And some people objected to a woman being hired, and one of the lines was, um, but you don't employ dogs to write woof woof, so why do you need a woman to write sop? Um, and then anyway, it, it kind of carries on from there. She gets to work on a movie uh, fueled by a female story around the rescue of some soldiers in Dunkirk. So it was really interesting because you're watching a movie about a movie, which I always love. I don't know why I love movies about movies movies about screenwriting and movies about is really interesting like w women in the war how how war in, it, in some ways was actually very good for women because they got to do jobs that traditionally women didn't get to do there was a very couple of very moving lines around that was one woman to the other saying the men are worried how it's going to be if we won't go back into our boxes yeah and it was very telling and then there's another line where there's the young woman and the old man and for whatever reason they're both getting opportunities as he said to her we're only getting these opportunities because the young men are away and it would be a waste yeah, and he to said, not take them we're getting them because men are dying but we yes. can't do anything about the death yes and so I found all that really moving and I really just enjoyed the setting of London in the 40s and of the Blitz um, it was interesting to see them in the tube stations Um yeah, and the cast. We need to talk about the cast. It was, I mean, Bill Nye stole the show. Oh my God, he was amazing. Yeah, like he does in every movie. Well, he does, and he feels like it looks like he's overacting. It feels like he's overacting, but it's really very real because he's so very touching. He's so and he sang. Oh my goodness, he sang. Will you go, Lassie? Go. Oh yeah, it was beautiful. And I was weeping. Yeah, we oh, did cry a bit. She was amazing. She was Gemma very good. Arterton. Um, I've. She's someone that I know and have seen in movies, but I've not seen her kind of carry a movie like that. I don't know her, but she was stunningly yeah. beautiful. And so such an understated performance, I thought. Yes, yeah. yes. She really carried it, and she played that kind of stoic character without seeming... You know, sometimes those, oh, those stoic characters can just be a bit boring. She wasn't like that. And she really advocated for women, and she was really interesting. And she was quite brave as well. You know, she was living... We won't wait. We'll wait till we go to Spoiler Street about that. Um, well, yeah, I really enjoyed her, and I really enjoyed Richard E. Grant. We had Jeremy Irons briefly in oh it. Oh my goodness, he was very yeah. good. Very, very short role, but he really he packed a punch with it. Very good. Real heavyweights, and then we had Sam Claffin. I had to look up his name. We know him as Finnick from The Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. He was good. He's like the new Hugh Grant, isn't he? He had yes, that kind of posh, yes. romantic vibe. Hugh Grant, I was looking at him thinking exactly like yeah. a young Hugh Grant. And there was like a, a token American. Was They were trying to make this movie and trying to please the Americans. Oh, I love him. His name he was is, um, really good. What's his name? Oh, I've forgotten, but I really like him. He He's in so much stuff at the moment, including Girls, which is one of my favourite shows. Ah. But he was in a movie we watched together last year, if you recall, 
about a woman who has a one night stand and she's getting an abortion. Oh, I remember. He was the love yeah. interest. Yeah, he was the love interest. And um, he's just really good, and I think he's always charming and everything. And it's very funny because he's playing an American. He's playing a soldier, an American soldier, who can't act. And watching a good actor act someone who can't act is really funny as well. I think that's some of the charm of or the interest of it, watching a movie about the making of a movie. Yeah. It takes it to a deeper level. It does. And even to watch how they set up the scenes, you're like, oh my goodness, like they were filming water scenes indoors and they're in tanks of water and it's like you don't get to see the movie being made usually. I know, and I wanted to watch the movie at the end and they have a couple of good lines, like they say, film is real life with all the boring bits cut uh, out. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed that. And they said that this movie has authenticity, optimism and a dog. <laughs> so there was fun like I thought there was a good few laughs in it oh it was like that whole slapstick feel or that laughing feel so it almost captured the whole well I know it was a bit later than Charlie Chaplin but it captured some of the sort of comic element that they used to work yeah like they said we need a dog yeah but it was something like it was almost like you saw the film industry grow up and maybe that's what happened around the 40s when they had to move into the authenticity that they talked about because even without getting into spoilers there was a bit of a twist where they wanted to make the plot, the men wanted to make the plot, the heroes had to be male. Yes! So they were putting these women into sort of minor roles in the movie, but something happened that meant they had to make the woman the heroine in the yeah, end. Yeah, it was really interesting, and because she kept advocating all along, this is a story about women who steal a boat and sail to Dunkirk to rescue men, and suddenly, as soon as they rescued the men, the women became the background characters, and the men were doing all the all the hard work and the men were the heroes and I just like they're like women don't want to be heroes women want to see men who are heroes yes yeah, really yeah but it had to it's almost like the, the plot took on its own story and despite what was wanted or intended the women got to be the heroes yeah which I love including the woman the screenwriter got to be the screenwriter yeah. and got to get offered her next role as a screenwriter so you could see the world changing you could see and even when she was initially hired they said we won't give you any screen credits mm. which I thought was interesting but I think we're just about to hit Spoiler Street are we? okay yes. Okay. so hello from Spoiler Street what does this mean? we ask everybody to no it means we can just spoil the plot now and they can turn off their they can turn They've okay. turned. It, okay. if you're still listening turn it off if you don't want to know and um, yeah, so there was a, there was a couple of like there was a couple of times I sniggered a bit, like that thought was a little bit silly. For example, you know, she and her co-screenwriter are having you know some attraction, and then oh the chemistry yeah, was and very... we're thinking, well, she's married, so you know, oh no, we learn she's not actually married. She's pretending to be married. She's wearing a fake wedding ring. She and bought she's the living ring in, in sin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, so that was all very convenient. And within about five minutes of us finding out she wasn't actually married her um, pseudo-husband was caught cheating on her and they broke up very amicably. Very amicably. Very amicably. If I, you know, she caught him in bed with another woman and she was like, oh well, bye. <laughs> and this is the bit where it seemed like, oh my God, they're just going for the fairy tale. Yeah, and, and we both rolled together. our eyes like, oh my God, yeah. here we go. I thought it was going to be ruined for me. But yeah. it proceeded to take twists and turns. Yeah, it did. So then she goes back to Sam Claffin and they have actually quite an argument because he is quite rude to her and offers to marry her in a very patronising way. Um, and then the movie continues and then what did she call him she says you're a drunk you're a bore you're a bully yeah she said something hard she she really went for it the words she used on him were words he had used about his own abusive Mm. father so it was Mm. quite like it was quite nasty of her to say that but he was being nasty to her too and then we're like okay and 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 then through a very romantic way I thought of apologising to him she wrote an alternative script for that fight and how it should have gone which is very romantic for one screenwriter to another 
and then they share a beautiful kiss and then a shelf falls on him and Are he dies. Are we really going with that spoiler? Well, we're in spoiler we're street. We're in spoiler street, okay. Yeah, and I just sniggered. I just thought this is absurd. But it just was too on the nose. Like, they've just kissed. They've just declared their love to each other and then he's just dead. I don't know what did you think well I mean because it happened in that movie set it was like oh my god are they really going to do this and yet that's the reality of the time they took the whole reality of war yeah they did and they had where your man would just die like that with no warning but they put it into like a movie set so whilst it seemed unbelievable I think it was very believable in the 40s I guess and they had talked earlier about another character's grandson had died not in action but when he was on leave he had been hit Mm. by a train and she said what a waste you know he didn't even die in action and Sam Claflin had said yeah, but it's always a waste anyway. It's always a waste. So they did. They kind of did hark back to that. I don't know. I just snickered a bit. I thought, right. Um, and he just died. They put a blanket over him. And then that's what <laughs> mom was alluding to earlier. Well, it was the night, the worst night of the bombing of the Blitz so far. And so while he died in the studio, Bill Nighy had been injured, so couldn't act anymore. All, um, one of the American guy had flown out of the country, so he couldn't act anymore. They had no male actors left to film the scene of the boat being fixed and, and So driven. somebody had to fix the yeah. propeller. So finally, from the corner, she piped up and said, Rose can fix the propeller. Yeah, and that was amazing. And only because she was in the room, it was like no, none of the men even... Their brain didn't even go there to think of Rose as being the person who's fixing it. Um, so they needed a woman there to advocate that. So that was all really interesting. And then in the end, the movie took another turn and ended up... It wasn't a love story at all. It was her story. It was her story. Yeah, and I did mm-hmm. like that. So she's, you know, obviously devastated that this guy has died. But she moves on and she steps in into his role on Bill Nye's advice of take um, take these opportunities as they arise. And then she ultimately becomes, I, I, the assumption is, a successful screenwriter. So yeah, it was really interesting. It was a lovely movie. Yeah. I think that was kind of the plot and... I think the plot kind of had a few holes in it and it was a bit predictable. But I think this, the filming was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think the mood was beautiful. It's the score see- was nice. Oh my God, yeah, the, musical the music score was yeah. lovely. Red Sails and the Sunset, beautiful music yeah. from the, I guess from the era. But somehow there was something about the pace of it that seemed to really capture the era for me. Interesting. And the lighting and the skies. It felt very authentic. Yeah, it felt to me at one point that the pacing was a little bit off around the time that her and her pseudo-husband broke up and, and that all just felt a little bit weird now I know I saw in the credits that it was based on a book so I'd be interested to see how like the book it is um, but yeah and it, it, at one point I thought oh no is this going to be too long and then it wrapped up but I think overall I felt very inspired by it I think overall I felt moved. Yeah. Um, I would say I really liked it but I don't know that I really loved it no me neither I just really enjoyed it. It's a perfect like Saturday afternoon, rainy day movie. And I think it's the kind of movie that will stay with me. Mm-hmm. And certainly the performances, individually the performances were memorable. I'm not sure how well they all married together. As you said, Bill Nye, he stole the show, but he also felt like he was doing a one-man show. Yeah. He does kind of he does. take and it in, over. <laughs> did you notice that he had the same um, relationship with his agent as he has in Love Actually? His agent is his best friend. <laughs> yes, oh, I, know, really funny. I know, I know. Um, but yeah I just I really enjoyed it overall um, and then another thing I noticed at the end when I checked who the director was now her name I may say this wrong is Lone Scherfig but she's Nordic but she's actually uh, so it was a woman who directed I didn't realise that was a female name until I looked it up and she's also the director of An Education Do you, have you seen that one? no I haven't um, it's a really good movie that won a lot of Oscars a couple of years ago and then One Day remember based yes, on that book yes, we'd read yes it yeah. was beautiful 
so that was great they got a female director for it as well so overall I think in terms of a female feminist movie it's awesome um, it has a really strong message and we did both cry a couple of times oh and yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was very moving but you know what I found really interesting the whole well the war thing of course was all, is always very moving and evocative but three of the trailers before the movie even started were war movies yeah well there's a big movie Dunkirk coming yes. out this year there's Dunkirk and there was also Churchill and yeah. then there was one other one that I don't remember the name of so I was like oh my goodness war movies seems to be a theme yeah. and they're always very they're always very emotional they're always very moving I mean what a waste what I enjoyed about this movie though as a war movie is that it's set in a small scaler in a small group of people which I like as opposed to movies with like, humongous battle scenes which I don't tend to engage with as much and it also wasn't overly um, patriotic no it was just about like everyday day to day nice honest people it wasn't a big you know they were talking about like British people being heroes but they were also talking about French people being heroes and American being heroes it didn't feel like it actually didn't feel like a propaganda movie no it didn't yeah it didn't it felt like you're right it felt like an intimate movie Mm -hmm. about an intimate few people who were just progressing through their life dealing with their loves dealing with their losses yeah because there was given that we're still in spoiler street yeah. there was the agent who died mm-hmm. he was killed in one of the blitzes that was gruesome that was actually. very gruesome yeah. and his sister just stepped into his place so it was another woman taking yeah. on a man's role as I liked an agent. her and I liked her and she was saying I think well, she's in Harry Potter but I couldn't quite figure familiar. out who she was yeah. and she took a very non-sentimental approach to taking over the role yeah, she said to Bill Nye, basically, it was very funny and when, like, and a bit silly when Bill Nye read the script and he thought he was playing the young war hero so funny. and then he played the old uncle. <laughs> and she said, basically, if you don't take this role, you're not making any money and we're kicking you off the books. And I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah, she says you're 63, you're not 36. Yeah. Um, and it kind of showed how ridiculous he was that he would have even considered that he would be going for that role. Yeah, so I think that's what happened in the movie. The women's stepped in and said things that the men would never say to each other yeah it was really that interesting was very interesting did you notice the age profile of the cinema quite I did. old I did yeah um, which happens a lot in Richmond anyway but in particular now this is a particularly old one we overall really enjoyable movie I liked it yeah. yeah yeah very very pleasant very restful and very much got transported to a time and yeah. a place so and I, I love the fashion I have to say oh yeah the dresses yeah. the clothes were it looked beautiful. fabulous the women were all beautiful the yeah. clothes were beautiful and the men were just on that cusp between we're the rulers of the world and our world's being shattered yes yeah, so interesting and it does make you think men who did go to war and came back it must have been such a profound shift in society it's so mm. interesting um, yeah so all that stuff just really makes you think and yeah I really like how it was all captured and with an amazing female lead very strong female director and a really great cast so, really great yeah, cast I really so, recommend it what are we giving it? Ooh, we don't tend to do ratings do we don't on this. Do ratings? No. Okay, you well, can give it one though. I'll give it a thumbs up. Oh, thumbs up! Okay, yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up. Absolutely, what, what not would you the give best it movie out? I've seen, but a very enjoyable movie. What would you give it out of five? I'd give it a solid four. Solid four? Yeah, I agree. Give it a solid four. Um, okay, cool. Okay. And thank you for coming on again. Hey, um, and I do have to say, last podcast, Dave and I. Um, we're skiving and hadn't done any packing for our house move and mom was horrified when she arrived yesterday and said are you moving in a week <laughs> because you haven't packed anything and we're so ashamed so mom has been um kicking us into I gear i had to take her phone off <laughs> <laughs> so thank you mom you're welcome okay bye, bye. oh the summer time is coming and the trees are softly blooming and the wild mountain time 
grows around the blue and heather. Will ye go, lassie? 